Well, in the absence of sleep, I've snuck downstairs to find something to do. I made a cup of tea and uh, picked some books off the shelf. These are some ledgers from the beginning of the 20th century that my uh, uncle got a hold of, came into his possession from a friend of a friend who'd passed away. He'll be 90 this year, so it gives you the idea. And the recipe books were written in old ledgers and notebooks, actually. And uh, just flicking through and just absolutely fascinating. A mixture of scripts, different handwritings, and lots and lots of all sorts of recipes with the original contributor's name in brackets behind, so salty lemons. No, no, salty lungs from Mrs. Snape. Date cookies, raisin buns. I just found one that just fascinated me. Where was it? Some of the pages come in a bit loose, actually. Um, yeah. So, what I love about this book is the, the second recipe in the book is for apricot jam. The third recipe in the book is for apricot jam, but a different recipe. And then we're into cheese puddings and lemon marmalade. And then, cure for constipation, which I think is fantastic. But the very first one is stains for floors. So you've got this odd sort of mix of recipes handed down, but also, you know, really, really valuable knowledge in the form of household tips come from family to family, generation to, to generation. Tucked inside pages of this ledger is a single green piece of paper and on one side the handwritten recipe is for chocolate sponge pudding and jam roly-poly which sound fantastic but on the other side is a printed notice from filed waterboard saying that a collector of the board will attend to receive accounts at the undermentioned places on the following days. Lytham at the Public Library, Clifton Street, Tuesday the 31st of October 1939, from 10am to 3.45pm, and also on the 7th of November 1939. Similar dates for the Ansdall Institute and St Anne's on Sea, 17 Durham Avenue off St David's Road, with head offices of the Waterboard in Sefton Street and Bank Hay Street, Blackpool. Fascinating bits of ephemera tucked in there. Um, that's the largest of the ledgers. There's a smaller one, which has a name in the front of Kathleen Cookson, presuming not the Kathleen Cookson, this one of Sunnyhurst Ray Green. Ray Green being about five miles inland from Blackpool in the Fylde. And they've, it was a ledger with little alphabetized pages at the front, so they've created an index or contents for the recipes that are in it, and they've put those conveniently in alphabetical order again mix of handwriting and also some recipes cut out from newspapers of the day. Snow pancakes. 
if you're interested, you take three quarters of a pound of flour, three quarters of a pound of clean snow, brackets, how, I wonder, do you clean it up if it looks a bit grubby? One pint of milk, a pinch of salt and a grate of nutmeg. Mix the snow and flour together, getting the snow as fine as possible. And then add the milk and beat very well. Let's stand overnight or as long as possible and then fry in the usual manner. How about that? Snow pancakes. Ah, there was one in the other book. I'm going to go back to it. Because it sounded distinctly odd. But interesting in its own way. Where is it? Scones, Swiss roll, lemon cakes, parking, peppermint creams, goosner cakes, Turkish delight. Here it is. It is titled for hoarseness and it goes like this pour into a pint jug one egg and the juice of two lemons and let it stand for three days covered over then beat the egg and lemon juice well together and add to it two ounces of honey and two ounces of sugar candy and one gill of rum let them stand till the sugar candy has dissolved then strain and bottle the lemon juice should dissolve most of the shell of the egg. If the mixture is for a child, put a third of water instead of all the rum. And the dose for a child is one teaspoonful. The dose for an adult, one to three teaspoonfuls, night and morning. So the fascinating thing is, into the pint jug at the start goes an egg and the juice of two lemons, but it's the whole egg, including the shell. Doesn't say whether it's smashed or not. So that one is fascinating, as are the snow pancakes in the other book. What else is there? Chocolate puffs and Welsh tartlets, spotted dick, some absolute classics. And lots of different handwriting again in this one, and people's names in brackets. Mrs Jackson's tomato sauce, Mrs Cookson's coffee buns, Mrs Dyson's mock cream. Bakewell tart, this one says in brackets, simply says, from woman. And I think it means the magazine, because it's been crossed out and changed to from housewife, March 1962. So this coming much newer, much more recent, still before my time, but only just. Ginger sponge pudding with Bourneville cocoa. For quality and creaminess, choose carnation to make carnation milk jelly. The last of the three books is covered in brown paper, a bit like you used to cover exercise books at school if you did. And it is a book published in Burnley by Lupton Brothers in 1902. It's a collection of recipes for puddings. And the nice thing about this is it's printed, but it's got little handwritten annotations on a few of the puddings throughout just to tweak them for preference. All sorts of steam puddings, suet dumpling, currant pudding, treacle pudding, marmalade pudding. This one I like. 
you've, so you've got you've got marmalade pudding then you've got marmalade pudding plain and then you've got marmalade pudding lighter similarly two different lemon puddings couple of fig puddings, cottage pudding, brown pudding, ginger pudding, treacle pudding, pineapple pudding if you're wondering what I'm listening to which I bought a few years ago on vinyl when it was reissued when did I buy it? 2009 but it came out originally in 1981 so this is a cover on it of Leon Russelson's Will Turned Upside Down which I first heard probably a few years after that about three or four years after that done by Billy Bragg and liked it on legend so listening to that flicking through these cup of tea and uh, sleep will come at some point